Hi, I'm Taryn. And I'm Lauren. Last week, we were introduced to the idea of design thinking and its benefits in the classroom, as well as the the entire school community. This week, we read Schoen, Teaching and Learning as a Design Transaction. Uh, We also watched a TED Talk and a Forms of Thinking video. Uh, I think the most important point from the reading this week is that design thinking helps communication. Uh, Sean talks about two theories of communication in his um, article, the conduit method and the toolmaker's paradigm. The conduit method wrapped up basically means that um, it says that miscommunication happens when people aren't clear enough with their words, um, whereas the toolmaker's paradigm says that misunderstanding is a natural part of communication, um, but that's where people have the opportunity to build upon one another's ideas. And I think that this is where design thinking really comes into play within this reading. People interpret words and languages uh, differently. I definitely agree with this. Um, It actually kind of made me think about teachers that I've seen through my own um, student teaching experience as well as teachers in my building. And I have to say myself on occasion, um, teachers kind of get annoyed at a student for not quote unquote listening. However, you have to now, in looking at this, I like think back, okay, well, miscommunication and misunderstanding, you know, it can happen. I have to reflect, was I giving the direction clearly? Maybe I wasn't as clear as I thought I was. Um, and do that instead of, you know, yelling at a student or making them think that it was their fault. Um, so actually, I want to build upon that really fast because I actually work with high schoolers and I work with um, five-year-olds in my side job, okay. and I have to explain in depth every single thing to both of those age groups, which I find ironic because you'd think that high schoolers should be able to um, understand language at a deeper level than a five-year-old, but that's, I find that's not the case. Um, in the Forms of Thinking video, they mentioned four different types of thinking. One that stood out to me was lateral thinking. And do you think that this type of thinking is uh, conducive to modern-day education? Yes. So I feel that with lateral thinking, it doesn't really work in today's um, education. I feel that the idea that like math is separate from ELA and there's really no links. Um, I just don't think that that works in the classroom. For example, um, we just actually, my co-teacher and I did our report cards and we had so many multidisciplinary um, projects and different things that we were able to include it in a lot of different areas. Um, An example of this also is STEAM. Um, which was mentioned in the Forms of Thinking video. So in my building, we do have STEAM teachers, and we also used to do STEAM challenges. Um, one of the STEAM challenges was called Save Fred. It was about a gummy um, It was a gummy worm. Each student, each group got a gummy worm and a Lifesaver gummy and some paper clips. And we, in our class, had the students, they had to be quiet, and they had to come up with a solution to save the gummy bear. Um, so there was also a cup involved. So you basically wanted to get the gummy from the capsized boat, which was underneath the cup, the gummy worm. And then you had to use a paper clip only to then get him to the top and pull him into the life vest or the lifesaver gummy. Um, we added the level of having students be quiet and not talk to kind of see how their communication worked. Um, it was pretty interesting to watch. And Sean mentioned the silent game in his reading, and that was like kind of what made me think of that. Uh, Taryn, have you ever experienced anything like that with um, any children? Uh, yes. Actually, I work at a summer camp, and one of the activities that the fifth graders really like is the blindfolded obstacle course. Um, I mean, in the silent game that Sean talks about, 
initially the kids are supposed to just look at the Legos and try to figure out the um, uh, pattern that was done. Mm -hmm. Um, But then during the interviews, the kids said that even when they were given verbal directions, they weren't able to follow them directly, maybe because there was a miscommunication or somebody misspoke. Um, But going back to this blindfolded obstacle course... Um, what the kids would do is one, they would have, there'd be two partners, one would be blindfolded and I would lay out, um, like hula hoops or big foam blocks or even put tape on the ground. And the point of the game is to get your partner to the other side of the gym, um, fastest and without hitting into the obstacles. And you had to go either around them, you had to jump into the hula hoop, um, you had to walk around a block two times so you'd have to we'd have to give the kid like the kids would have to say go left nope not your left my left oh wait that doesn't make any sense go yeah go to your left um and it was really interesting to watch their communication skills because you would think that something so simple of oh take a step forward um there are so many layers to that how big of a step um with what foot should I step forward with um am I going to hit into something like right as I step forward or do I need to be more careful? Um, so it was really interesting to to read about the silent game because I've witnessed it. Yeah, and that's actually also reminded me of in um, a couple years ago, I was teaching computer science to students, and that's how I started my year off. I was like, okay, we're going to give each other directions, um, basically as a way to show them that in computer science, when you're coding something, you need to give specific directions. So you would have to say, like, turn left 90 degrees, um, and different things like that. So I think that all of this goes along with communication, um, or in your case that you mentioned, sometimes a lack of communication. Shown gives a great diagram that shows a nice visual of an educational conversation. Um, it is on page 24, and it's mentioned that you have a teacher, and it kind of shows that either... They're showing the object, performing an action, or verbalizing a description. And then you see the arrows are kind of broken between the teacher and the student. Um, This basically is showing the meaning that the student is receiving is completely different than um, what the teacher had intended. Um, Schoen says on page 22, actually, no one receives anyone else's thoughts, directions in their mind when they are using language, nor can anyone literally give you an idea since they are locked within the skull and life processes of each of us. Uh, I actually really like that quote. Um, A similar one that I found um, is on page 23, and it goes, teachers and students cannot funnel ideas directly into each other's heads. They can only send messages to each other. Um, And I think that really speaks to how easy it is to miscommunicate with with your peers or with your superiors. Definitely. And also going off of the idea of like sending messages, that kind of made me think just um, to a couple weeks ago, the social media um, readings and the idea that there was some students felt there was a lack of communication with teachers. But this reading kind of gives a whole new meaning as to why students might have felt that they didn't have a strong communication with a teacher, not necessarily going off of social media and how that can strengthen the, um, the communication, but maybe just it's the way they're interpreting it. Um, so why design thinking? So why are we learning about it? What, uh, why are we talking about it? How will it benefit our students or our teachers, our peers, our community, or our society as a whole? 
So that kind of, um, those questions came up in the TED Talk. It was kind of mentioned, why design thinking? And it was an, it's a new way of solving problems. So instead of just going with what you think best, um, in the TED Talk it was mentioned that this kind of gives us new you know, we're not just going with our best choice. We now have the ability to explore new solutions and different alternatives. Awesome. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed learning more about communication and design thinking.